Welcome to Him for Her Radio. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him Prison Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Shug Burry. If you say what you want to say. Sarah Borelli's She Knows How to Sing That Song Brave, and it's so appropriate today because we got a topic that you got to be brave to talk about. As a matter of fact, we have some brave guests here in the room with us. Um, today's hot topic, ladies, is don't be fooled. Know your rights. Know your rights. When I talk about know your rights, what do you think of? I want you ladies to know your rights. We have um, some guests in this studio with us today. I'm so pumped and so excited that I've had a chance to meet them. And I just got to say thank you to Carol Olson, who has introduced me to this family. This is a family that works together, that knows their rights. These kids, you can ask them questions and they know about what? Their constitutional rights. Why is that important? Well, we're going to be talking about that in just a minute. Nope, don't fall asleep. I know that sometimes that word constitution puts people to sleep or they go in a coma because what they were used to in history class. This is not like that. This is women's hot topics. And you guys need to know how to teach your kids about their rights. And with me in this very room, I have Mr. Jake McCauley. Jake, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here again, Sugar. I appreciate it very much. I am so thankful to have you here. And he, you can find Jake at theamericanview.com, where he is not only the chief executive officer of the Institute on the Constitution, but they have educational programs for kids, for parents, for teachers, for hosts, for people that want to introduce this exciting topic and much-needed topic to those who come on. So would you do me a favor? Would you guys just take a couple minutes, go to theamericanview.com and check it out. See what they have there. Jake, I'm going to ask you to introduce this beautiful group that we have in the room with us today. You got it. And it's my pleasure to do it because oftentimes as I travel throughout the country, uh, which is very frequent now, um, we have so many families across the country that have been segmented. So in other words, we have broken homes. We have children that are disenfranchised from their parents. They live on two different worlds, it seems like. But I have the privilege today to have my youngest son, Micah David McCauley. I call him Mikey D. And uh, Mikey, you want to say hi? Hello. I've also (laughs) got my daughter, Charity Grace McCauley. I'm so glad you're here, sweetie. She's my only daughter. It's rough because she lives in a household with three boys. But Charity, thanks for coming in today. Did you hear? Okay, we got to teach you to speak up. Oh, she does at home. Come on, yell it like you're yelling your brothers. (laughs) Thank you. I have my beautiful wife. Now, Shug, you have a really cool name, uh, but my wife does too. You guys both have very endearing (laughs) names. Shug, short for sugar. Heather, dollface. Macaulay, thanks for being with me. (laughs) Thank you very much. Dollface. She is a dollface. Oh my gosh, the whole family is dollfaces. Charity, how old are you? I'm 12. Okay, and Micah, how old are you? Nine. 
nine, nine-year-old and a 12-year-old who know about the Constitution. Oh my gosh, that just floors me. I am going to learn so much here today, and I want all of you listeners to hear so much today as well. Um, Heather, I believe that you home your school your kids. Is that right? I do, yes. Why on earth do you do that? <laughs> well, um, part of it is, is when I, uh, growing up, you know, I was in the public school system. I was a child who was sensitive. I wanted to do the right things. And I just knew that my I was there eight hours a day. So I was kind of, in a sense, being raised by people who weren't my parents, by my peers, which is not always a good thing. We don't know what's best for each other like our parents do. And um, I ended up, you know, when I got saved my senior year of high school, uh, and then I met Jake uh, my senior year of high school, shortly after I got saved within How a couple did you months. Meet? Uh, he, so a couple of Christian kids from my school, it convinced my principal to actually let in a local um, youth group that had a Christian band come in and perform a concert and then invite everyone back for a nighttime rally, which I was totally not going to do because it was supposed I I was supposed to go Christmas shopping with my mom. It was December 16th, 1998. And uh, a huge snowstorm came in and she's like, I'm not taking you shopping. So I'm like, okay, I'll go to that rally. <laughs> so got appointment. <laughs> and then I met Jake there and I ended up going to the church where um, Jake was and we were both in youth group. And yeah, so that's how we met. That is so cool. Yeah. You know, it takes a special person to be a homeschooling mother. Yes. Not only is one of my degrees in education, I just, there's no way my kids would have probably uh, ran away from home had I chose to do that. But there's a lot of awesome uh, public as well as private schools that are out there that will share with the kids. If I had the, the competence or even the abilities that women do today with homeschooling, it's amazing. The co-ops, everything else that's yes. out there and available. Do you belong to one? I do. Yes. So, our, and, and that was another thing too, is that each kid is so different and you need to be able, like I can pick up immediately when any of my kids are struggling with uh, math or mm -hmm. history or science or whatever, because I'm, I'm one-on-one, -on -one, I'm with them. I know we can, we can address it. We can move on versus, you know, if I just, I love that and us being together as a family, but yes, we do. We, we do classical conversations, which is awesome. What does that mean? Classical? Classical conversations, conversations is a national, it's kind of like private school one day a week. And I, but I'm with the kids, I'm sitting in all of their classrooms and then they do discussions. And basically their whole point is, is to know what you believe and why you believe it and be able to defend your faith. So you will learn both sides of an argument. You have to debate you, you they do a lot of reading and classical literature and discussing morality within them and that kind of thing. Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah, I <laughs> want to start over. I, any kids out there want to adopt me as their mother? Let's do this again. <laughs> I, I don't think I, I don't think I could do it again. But I got to tell you, we're just so blessed because your two kids are here. And and the American view is all about our rights and not to be fooled. I don't want you guys to be fooled who are listening. I want us to be aware of what our rights are, not only as women, but our kids need to know that as well. So I've got a question for you, Heather. Um, my son was in elementary school at the time in a public school, and the teacher told him to go ahead and draw someone that has made a huge impact in your life. And my son, who now works for DreamWorks, who's a fabulous director over there, he drew Jesus. 
And not only did he draw Jesus, he drew him three-dimensionally, which was absolutely gorgeous at his very young age. Wow. But the teacher said, you cannot put that up. You must take it down. What would you have said? Um, he, well, knowing your rights is that you have every right to publicly display your faith. You can wear Christian t-shirts. You can talk to your classmates about Jesus. You can pray. You can, you have the right to do it. And we have, you have legal backing too. If it were ever to go to court, you would know that. So if my kids were ever in that situation or anyone is ever in that situation, know your rights. Yes, you have the, the first amendment says that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech. Notice that freedom of speech is right after exercising Mm -hmm. your faith. Mm -hmm. And so you can quote that First Amendment to start off and and know that there are legal, free legal um, places you can go to help you if obviously it got to an extreme situation. But yes, I wish I had had that under my belt. I did and was aware that it was a constitutional right, but I didn't have the words. It would have really been good. Micah and and Charity, I'm just so thankful you're here. Your parents have taught you since day one about your rights and what is important. Um, And so let me start out with you, if I could, Charity. Why is it important that you, first of all, learn about the Bible? Well, I think it's important because some people are saying the exact opposite things about the Bible. And if you look back in the Bible, it says, like, things that you're saying that's wrong. But when you look in it, it's like, it's right there. Why can't you see that? And so you can use that as a way to go against evolution and say that is wrong. Yes. And isn't it kind of weird? I I say this line every once in a while. I know you haven't heard it before, but in a world where right is wrong and wrong is right, doesn't it just seem like everything's getting backwards, Charity? Yes. Yeah, it does seem like it. Okay, so I've got my next question for Micah. He's teetering back and forth on his chair like you do in school. I love that. Don't tip over my friend, Micah. Micah, you said you were how old? Nine. Nine years old. Do you have a favorite historical character that your parents have taught you about? Yes, George Washington. Oh my gosh, you knew it right away. George Washington. Okay, why is that? Well, because he let us get the Declaration of Independence, and if we wouldn't have had him, well then we probably wouldn't have won the war, and probably he would have got killed, and all the other Declaration of Independence people who signed it for treason against King George III. And, well, without him, we wouldn't have been able to write it. I'm I'm, so, I, I'm not laughing at you, honey. You're just so smart. <laughs> you both of your kids are just so smart. Okay, so yeah. share with me, Jake and Heather, how do you make this interesting to your kids so they are hungry to learn it? Um, traveling with Jake <laughs> and seeing. And, and because we have, you know, we take, we, they've been to Mount Vernon, like Micah, was there and thought the man dressed as George Washington when he was four was George Washington. He wanted to sit there and just, oh, George Washington's here. And so, you know, that, and we've been to Jamestown. We were all leaving to go get something to eat, and he was sitting on the hay, and he said, Mom, I don't want to leave. And we're like, uh, why not? It's because I want to stay here with George Washington. Oh, he literally thought it was. He's, he's dressed up in Patriot gear. He wanted that for Christmas. The kid yeah. reads comic books about him. He watches every single one of Liberty's kids. He's obsessed with them. I, I wanted to ask you the question, Micah. What was it that King George was doing that was so horrible? Why did General Washington go to war with him? Well, because I don't really know, actually. I love the honesty. <laughs> King George the Third 
as you said, you rightly said that. Was he tyrannizing the colonists? Yes. And why do you think he was doing that? Because he originally found it and took it over, and, well, they were in debt. Was he, bar- was he borrowing from the Bible when he started to tyrannize the colonists here in America? Yes. Was, George, was, George, uh, was King George doing that? No. He was not. So why do you think General Washington fought so hard? Was it because he believed in God, didn't believe in God? Why do you think that is? Well, I don't know. <laughs> so George Washington, when he's fighting for independence, did he lay down his life? Yes. Did he lay down his fortune? He was pretty rich. We've been to his house, right? Yep. Absolutely. And if he would have lost, just like you said, do you think King George would have wrote nice books about him? No. So he risked his sacred honor, didn't he? You know, sometimes we teach our kids, one of the things that Heather said was the First Amendment earlier. So I want Charity and Micah. What does the First Amendment say? Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Or abridging the freedom of speech, the press, or the right of the people to peaceably assemble, or to petition the government for a redress of grievances. I am so grateful. The, job, Bible sa- the Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We do not have liberty outside of Christ. You can throw a million declarations of independence, constitutions, bill of rights. There's no liberty outside of Jesus, is there, bro? No. It doesn't exist. It's not existent. The Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Do you appreciate your mama teaching you about Jesus? Yes. What's your favorite book in the Bible? Micah. <laughs> yes, Gee, it is. I, wonder, <laughs> I wonder why. Charity, when you write songs with your friends, we have a pretty musical family. They're, they're in theater, they're in acting, they're in drama. Charity, what do you usually write your songs about? What does it revolve around? Well, it revolves around people that think that they're worth nothing and they don't really know Christ. And it's just like getting to know Christ and like saying that you're, you're not worth nothing. You're worth something, and so you need to realize that. Isn't there a song by King and Country about that? Yes. Remember when we played that at the homeschool convention? We blasted it every morning on the way there. <laughs> kind of like what it's like in the studio before the show starts. Yeah. It's your music just I'm breaking. dancing. Amen. Yeah. I can't think of anything more precious and priceless in my life. I've been a Christian almost 20 years, but the only thing that really honestly matters is that I see my kids get into glory with me. And so when they're in the studio with me and, and little Mikey is, is quoting his amendment and Charity's talking about writing music to let people know they're worth more. They have value. God loves them and looks at them as his creation that he laid down his life for and sings songs about it. That's the finish line, baby. That is a mic drop in mm-hmm. my estimation. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't yes. you agree, honey? Absolutely. And I think that's what it's all about is obviously, you know, yes, we, we want to educate, but we want our kids to know Christ and mm-hmm. to... Um, just be as a family unit, just all unified in growing together in him and in America and just doing the world good and spreading the gospel. Thank you so much. If you're just tuning in, my name is Sugbury. This is him for her radio, Women's Hot Topics. And John, are you learning a ton in there? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm taking notes. You know what? We can testify to this. We're looking at these kids and they are not reading anything. This is all memorized. Did you see that? I did. I I am just so impressed. impressed. Oh my gosh. I'm learning. I actually feel dumber than ever today, but I am learning so much and we're never done learning. Isn't that right? Amen. I I just love it. So him for her radio. My name is Sugbury. Women's Hot Topics. What is the topic today? Don't be fooled. Know your rights. Now, ladies, I know a lot of you know your rights. A lot of you are very intelligent women. 
Um, and if you're anything like myself, I was probably behind the bleachers smoking stuff I shouldn't. And I uh, didn't pay a whole lot of attention to history class, and I am learning so much here today about what our rights are, about the Constitution, about the amendments, about our forefathers. And I'm not talking about the ones in the Scripture. I'm talking about the ones in government. And I am just so blessed to have Jake and Heather McCauley and Micah and Charity here with us today. Um, I want you guys, I'm going to encourage you, go to their website, which is theamericanview.com. Check it out. Ladies, we owe our kids this. We owe our kids to go online to discover, to find out, get a group together and teach this together and learn it together. Uh, To my left is sitting uh, Carol Olson, who introduced me to this fine family. And she has taught many times on the Constitution and has really brought it to my forefront of my heart so that I understand it even better. So, Heather, let me ask you a question. As a woman, I'm going to add not only your mother and a homeschool mom, but I want to ask you, why is it important as a woman to be alert and aware of your rights? I think that it is imperative because we don't want to be taken advantage of. We don't want to to be ignorant. I mean, you know, Thomas Jefferson said that if a nation wants to be ignorant and free, you expect what never was and never will be. Mm. We cannot be ignorant. And um, so that is, it's just important to know that and have our rights. I mean, to know our rights, obviously, but I, I, and as a mother, like my mother's heart in me is beating to, and then teach it because, you know, if we, we can know our rights and we can all elect good people in office, we can get to a, a place where we are. And this is, this is biblical. Look at the book of judges. They did this. And then what happened years later, they all fell away. Right. And then a new judge was brought up. God raised somebody else up and a new revival came and justice was brought into the land and people turned back to God. Right. But if we do that for ourselves, but we don't turn around and educate the next generation, then we're going to lose everything that we're working for. And so that's important. I got a I got a letter from a critic of mine. I get those pretty often. He said, our rights come from God. Which God? Zeus, Allah, Brahma, Jehovah, Odin, the flying spaghetti monster, the Buddha, the great spirit of the American Indians. And where has the God of the Bible specified our rights? And he says, nowhere. I disagree. Genesis chapter 1. Our founding fathers used the scripture verse when they talked about God-given rights. The founders didn't give us our rights. The Constitution does not give us our rights. The government does not give us our rights. God does. God created Adam and Eve, man and female, He created them in his own image. That means both are in God's image. Both are equal. That's where we get the right to life. God gave it to us, Genesis 1. It's page 1 of the Bible, real easy to find. Then he said, be fruitful and multiply. God gave mankind the right to liberty. Go out throughout all the earth. Be free. Be fruitful. And lastly, he gave mankind the right to property. He said, subdue the land and take dominion. Do it under God's constraints, God's laws. So those rights come from God. And then he goes on and says, he talks about education. He said to teach youngsters creationism, in other words, this concept that God created us with unalienable rights, and no matter who the government is, they are not allowed to. and They're not legally authorized by God to take rights. To teach youngsters creationism is as insane as teaching them that the earth is flat and that Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy actually exist. Actually, I know a lot of people that teach Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy do, but... That's beside the point. And who quoted that? This is one of my uh, antagonistic Mm -hmm. folks that write in. Noah Webster, who wrote the dictionary, 
We all know the Webster's Dictionary. We don't know Noah Webster, many of us. He said the Christian religion is the most important and one of the first things that children under a free government ought to be instructed. The moral principles and precepts contained in the Scripture ought to form the basis of our civic institutions and laws. All of the miseries and evils which men suffer from. I know this to be true in my life when I was 17. Vice, crime, ambition, injustice, oppression, slavery, and war— Proceed from the despising or neglecting of the precepts contained in the Bible. Mm -hmm. The most important thing you can do is teach the word of God to your children. Okay, so what do we do, Jake, in a society where that's not happening? So they're not learning the Bible. They're mm -hmm. not learning scripture. It's probably the most illiterate generation out there when it comes to scripture and God's word. And now we're talking about the Constitution and our rights, but yet they don't know where they're based from or where they're coming from. Can't they just throw any kind of Tom, Dick, and Harry's, uh, you know, amendment in there or decide that they're going to change the law accordingly? John Dickinson, one of the signers of the Constitution, said that ignorance is conducive to slavery. Heather just quoted Thomas Jefferson. He said, if a nation expects to be ignorant and free, expects it never was, never will be. On the plantation, they didn't have schools teaching slaves to read and write. Why? Because then they would extract knowledge. Knowledge comes from God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And they would have revolted, which is exactly what Micah said George Washington did with mm-hmm. George the Third. Why? Because the education came from the Bible. We understood the king is not God. How do we teach kids? You know, we have Carolyn here, who you just mentioned earlier. She teaches our course of instruction. We have 12 lectures. There's 12 20-minute DVDs. You watch them through. And where can they find that? You can go to instituteontheconstitution.com. You can take our first lecture for free. You get a syllabus that goes along. We have thousands of graduates all over the country that have taken our course. Christian churches that teach it as a Bible study on Sunday mornings and Wednesday afternoons. It's perfect. It's 20 minutes. That's is this all for adults is. or kids? Adults and kids. Okay. We have graduates on both levels. Mm-hmm. And if you homeschool your kids, they get a civics credit. And we were just picked up by a publisher, actually, Master Books. Um, we'll be publishing our curriculum and putting it out all throughout the country. My daughter uh, has a lot of friends. Charity, would you say that most kids your age really have a passion for history and love the Constitution? No. <laughs> Would you say that they really have a passion and a history to finish their streaks on Instagram or Snapchat? Yes. And on Instagram and Snapchat, do you learn a lot about the Constitution or the godly values that established America? No. There's a problem. How do we make it interesting? We've developed this course of instruction again at instituteontheconstitution.com where young people can actually engage in this topic and they'll sit and listen to uh, character plays of George Washington, mm-hmm. like my son, because we're teaching the heroism of these men and women. I even saw you had coloring books for the very young. Absolutely. Yes. We love that. I think I'm going to buy some for myself. <laughs> you can. As a matter of fact, you can get <laughs> three at a discount if you want. There we go. Package deal. Bundle. That's you can right. learn the Bill of Rights in that coloring book. So. Yeah, I'm going to need that. I'm going to bring it to the nail salon when I get my nails done next time. Which goes back to your concept of rights. Ladies listening and men, because I know you're listening too. They always want to know what women are they thinking, do. right? They're always curious. <laughs> Where do our rights come from? We developed, our founding fathers developed what's called the Bill of Rights. That Bill of Rights was just naming a few outlined lights. Why? Because they were worried at one point in culture we might get fat, we might get happy, we might prosper a lot, and rich people would take advantage of poor mm-hmm. people, then poor people might get involved in crime. We would abandon the Word of God as our standard. When we realized that our rights come from God, we were gifted them by His love, His graciousness, His kindness. And that the only reason God sent his law was to protect those God-given rights. Your right to life, he said, thou shalt not kill. Your right to property, thou shalt not steal. Your right to a father and a mother, thou shalt not commit adultery. Your right to not be perjured, thou shalt not lie. 
when we can identify that came from a benevolent God, and he is your God, he is your Father, he loves you, he pursues you. As a matter of fact, he's after you right now as you listen to my words. He is going to apprehend your heart. Then you can build an infrastructure around that that gives glory to God. Mm -hmm. That's what we want to teach our kids. They are valuable, they are precious in his sight. When you do wrong, you will pain for it. But the reason that that is there is because of God's benevolent love towards you. Mm. I love that. I love that about America, and I want to preach that and speak. Well, it. God bless America. You know, I go to prisons around the world, and, and I'm not without mentioning some of the countries I've been to. I tell you, we live in the United States, which is the best place ever to live. God bless America. Um, my name is Shugbury. I am the host of Him for Her Men. Uh, <laughs> where am I? Him for Her uh, Radio. We also have Him prison ministries i want you guys to go to our website i want you to check it out i want you to donate so that we can bring the gospel of jesus christ to the darkest parts of the world because if you don't know christ if you haven't invited him in your heart then you're not even going to have a basis to know what your rights are in jesus micah and charity and jake and heather would you please come back again sometime absolutely you can find them on the americanview.com this is sugbury over and out